Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. This is Allie. Hey, guys. It's Jess. Hope you guys are doing well. We've missed you. I know. <laughs> I swear, we're going to get the schedule down. <laughs> we are. No, it's, it's wild, though, because it's so funny. You and I talk like five times a day, but, you know, to, to just like sit down and like record is, you know, we do have to have, you know, some scheduling. We have to have quiet. We have to have, you know, uninterrupted time. And we've both been number one, really busy, but also two navigating some pretty deep and intense energy, some descents, you know, mm-hmm. and you and I kind of take turns in our descents. We have for sure this year, which is so wild to see where, you know, I'm going through something really big and deep and you're holding space for me and then, you know, vice versa. And it's just um, really beautiful to have that support, but it's also, you know, it it's so important to honor our needs and what our body um, and energy systems asking for during times like that. So yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like you're teaching me a lot through all of this too, because I'm really quick to like go through an experience and be like, okay, what's the next thing, you know? And I, I feel like watching you this last year and how you've allowed yourself to really, I mean, go through some of these big initiations and really allow yourself to sit in it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm now feeling like this year, 2021 is gifting me that opportunity to really like be in it. Um, and I know that it's just setting, uh, me up for like the next cycle of my offering. Right. And so, um, but it's been a doozy, man. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, it's just, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, I mean, so much wonderful things have happened throughout, um, you know, the last six months, uh, more that outweigh how I'm feeling in this present moment, but whew, sis is, sis is in the fire. You are, you are. No, and it's so true. I mean, I think that we, because of the work we do, you know, there's this sort of like stigma attached to that where we think that, you know, we should be at this place where we don't feel, you know, these things as deeply anymore, you know, or that's mm-hmm. at least how I am. And because, you know, we're holding space for people who are going through descents and, and their initiations as well and, and, you know, navigating some pretty intense energy. But if I've learned anything, it's that through our work, there's a deepening that happens, you know, and it's like the deeper that we work with people, the deeper that we're called to our shadow parts, to our descents, to our own healing, you know? And so these big initiations that we go through are really just expanding us in ways that 
allow us to serve in a bigger way too. You know, so it's like, I mean, I truly believe that it's not really about changing the emotion, you know, changing what's happening, but it's actually working with the energy and allowing it to pass through and manifest and work through the body, work through the emotional body in the way that it wants to, you know, and really honoring that because it's a huge part of being human. So, I mean, I'm always grateful, you know, to, to be with you during your times, you know, of descent as well. And I mean, you're such a warrior. So it's like, so, um, I, I mean, I'm always blown away by your strength and your courage because you're just, you just do it. But I do know too, like that also requires like this surrender to some degree too, yeah. where it's like, listen, I'm, you know, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're, you know, a warrior, but you're also a human who needs mothering and nurturing as well. And so it's an honor to watch you navigate a time like this, even though my like heart, you know, my heart's like, I just want to go. I was like, I want to come over and hang out. You're like, no, no. I'm like, nobody's looking at me. Nobody. <laughs> well, you know, when I think about like the, the, yeah, the, the things I'm saying yes to and how my energy is shifting, you know, in the years prior, I was seeing visions of how I was going to be using my ability to help bring healing and my ability to connect with the spirit world and how I was going to be using those offerings to somehow donate my time to help find missing persons and things like that. And so when I came into this year, I felt, wow, I'm like ready to do this. And so because I said yes, well, I now I get to process those deeper yes. woundings with myself, with my clients. I mean, I'm seeing things play out in my client list and stuff like that, that I've never seen before. Things that I have put very strong boundaries around, um, you know, certain types of illness and things like that, where I've been like, oh, I don't need to know this. And I don't want to see this. And it's just coming in because I've said yes, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the other uh, last week I was, um, you know, I've been feeling really called to um, dive into the end of life doula training. And, and it's, and it's not for like the paperwork of things or like, you know, getting a will ready or things like that. It's just like, I want to understand grief and the layers of grief. And like, because I have only experienced so much in my present and my, my life. And I'm dealing with clients who've gone through, oh, some really incredible and challenging and emotional things. And I can, I have to, you know, be able to hold container for that. And so, with me going into um, this work, I was like, well, you know, I think I need to like just kind of dive into this, uh, w- what some people would call death doula or mm-hmm. end of life doula. And so last week I was literally like searching it out because it kept coming into my awareness. One of my neighbors reached out and who is not in this world at all. And she said, I don't know why I felt really called to send you this article. And it was about an end of life doula. And she was like, I just feel like this would be something really wonderful for you. I'm like, you have no idea what I've been navigating the last three days. But again, I do believe that our, our guides and, you know, angels and, you know, our ancestries will work through people, places and things to get our attention. And, and so that day I was like really researching it, looking at the timing of things. And I was like, oh, okay, it looks like they're going to open up this next class at uh, the end of August, early September. Oh yeah, maybe I'll say yes to that. That feels like a good time. And I swear when I just kind of set that intention to, to, to start learning about that in um, uh, late August, September, oh my word, <laughs> yeah. all of my sessions after that were like, terminal illness, um, uh, like 
cancer, this, that, like things that I don't normally dive that deep into, but it's really pulling at different parts of my, my psyche and different parts of my healing and taking me back through my ancestry. And though, mm-hmm. you know, I've lost people who have died from cancer when I was, um, who I love and adored, but it's been so long. I was 14. That was so long ago. Um, and so yeah. I'm kind of re-experiencing that. I want to, I want to call it the mourning, I guess, the grief of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also going, wait a second, why am I seeing this stuff now? Do I want to see this? Like I'm totally going back and forth, but it's being shown to me in like a beautiful way, but it's just another level of responsibility. And you and I both know that we feel very strongly about being able to integrate what you're teaching and what you're putting out in the world. I'm not just going to pretend like I'm like, oh, I can handle all these things if I, if I don't, if I'm not aware of it, I will figure it out and I'll learn about it. I'll study with my guides and and I'm constantly signing up for classes and because I want to expand and learn and grow. But it, then it asks me to walk through the fire and for me to for experience sure. those things. And so that's definitely what I've been going through. I, um, I, I had this very, very wild, I don't know how much of it I'm going to share, but I had a very wild experience last week with a, um, a woman we were doing a, a reading together. And I saw that her loved one here in the physical world was really he was terminally ill and I didn't know if she knew he was terminally ill or not. And I kind of was like, wow, but I, I was getting that very strong push to let her know. And I was, I was really battling with it. Cause I was like, I don't know if I want to deliver messages like that. I've never done that before. And so, mm-hmm. but by that time, because I'm somebody who feels energy in my body, it, I almost allowed the illness, this cancer to manifest in my body for a minute. And I got really mm-hmm. sick after the call. And um, so that kind of sent me um, down this healing path of my own the last week because I had to like now go dive into my healing to like move that energy out. It was my fault. I allowed myself to absorb it and and and, and feel it as deeply as I did. Um, but I've been working the last week to really just yeah. round it out. Um, and then um, – I don't know how much of it I shared on Instagram with just like the the reaction that I've gotten in my body the last week, but I had this very severe uh, reaction on my, which to me, Allie, you and I both know there's no accidents. The energetics mm-hmm. behind this is very strange. I had this floral healing done. Um, the I only had an alert, a quote unquote allergic reaction on my heart center, my throat and my third eye, which is where I saw all of this cancer spreading which is, I find very interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so the reason why I went to have this healing was because my guide said, you need to go have this floral healing to remove the energy from your space. Cause I could, I couldn't like move it all the way out. I think because mm-hmm. it was playing with my memories of my great grandparents mm-hmm. and it was asking me to revisit it. And so I was having a hard time separate, separating the energy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have this very severe, I'm currently working with this very severe reaction on my chest and on my neck. And thank God my forehead is healing. <laughs> but it's been perfect. like, ugh, it's been challenging. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, a, you know, when I always say that when the emotional and spiritual is married with the physical in such a big way like that, it's really, really it's, it's a lot because you're not only depleted, um, you know, 
emotionally, which is, is really hard anyway, but you're also depleted, you know, on the physical level as well. And it's hard to navigate the world and like show up in the way you need to, um, when you're just depleted like that, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're feeling and processing so much through the body and that's when, you know, it's like, it's truly a big initiation and a big descent because it's manifesting through the physical body in real time. And so, excuse me, I'm burping as we say this. Moving energy. So we're moving energy, good. <laughs> Jess, which is good. Um, I didn't know I was going to start burping on the podcast now, which is great, guys. So uh, when I when I do my my healings and when I work with clients, I, I'm yawning and burping the whole time. So, But I didn't know I'd be doing it on the podcast as well. <laughs> well for those of you who are new here, welcome to me. <laughs> You're welcome. We belch. We um, cry. Oh, we laugh. Yeah. We cry. Yeah. Uh, all the things. But yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it has been absolutely wild to you know to to witness you you know navigate this and and how symbolic it is but also honoring the fact that you are in a human suit with flesh and Mm -hmm. um that there are certain things that need your attention you know um we can certainly like see the spiritual and and the higher meaning of all this right we always have that i feel like you and i even when we're navigating something so deep and dark and and dense um we always still have that higher knowing Mm -hmm the trick is, is about integrating those two together and holding that higher knowing and seeing it from like that eagle perspective. Uh, but also being able to be down in it and process it through the body because we're not just spirit. We're actually in a physical form incarnated into this physical form for a reason. So we're meant to be feeling these things through our bodies as well. And so you're doing a really good job of that, of just like really allowing yourself, like creating space to process through it you know, laying in bed when you need to. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, you know, I, I honor you in that process. And I think that you're right when we be, I mean, this is a whole thing. You and I've been talking about this quite a lot lately too, because there's so much happening with practitioners and holding space in an authentic and embodied way. And I think because what you and I have been called to do in this life is really deep work, like not just, you know, not just like manifestation work and not that there's anything wrong with that, but this is like trauma healing. Like this is deep shamanic work. This is alchemy at the deepest layers of, you know, this is soul work, you know what I mean? So when we, when you commit to that type of work and the initiations we've already gone through have been so deep and intense, but Every time, like you said, every time we're asked to cross a threshold with clients, we're asked to go to that same place within ourselves to expand that part. So we're able to hold the space. And that's what embodiment is. Mm -hmm. You know, when we talk about embodied practitioners or healers or, you know, whatever we want to call it um, within this realm, it's like you really have had to have met yourself there in order to truly hold space in a, in a safe and authentic way for, for people, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, I think we're seeing a lot of, a lot of people who are, you know, holding space and holding circle and, and things like that, that like haven't necessarily gone to those levels. And that can get really weird, you know, yeah, like that can get weird because it's not. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever participated because I know I've participated in, in many circles and whether I've like, you know, I'm, I, I love, I love going to get healings or I used to, I'm very, I'm very like mindful now. Um, but in the beginning mm-hmm. when I was like, like learning about all of this, I was going to so many different, you know, events and this and that. Curious, yes. Yeah. you just want to like heal and it's just, ah, the, the, you know, you just want to be in the energy. And, but I've definitely been in um, uh, situations where, 
you know, I, the environment looked gorgeous. <laughs> it was yeah. inviting in a lot of ways, but the, what was being released within the circle was deep trauma. And I'm mm-hmm. talking like sexual trauma, abuse, yeah. like I'm heavy trauma. And I can pick up, I can tune into those things because I can see it you know, right. in the field. And so, and I definitely have been in circles where I'm realizing that the facilitators, they do not know how to hold the container for that. And when you're no. opening up space for somebody who is releasing those types of trauma, you need to be able to hold the space with them, not just while they're with you, but you're mm-hmm. using your energy and your container to hold the space for them, even when they leave. Exactly. And that's exactly. what, you know, when you hear, you know, um, Ali referencing eagle medicine or hawk medicine, or I'm saying owl medicine, that's what our medicine does is we're holding that frequency so that even though you're not with me, a lot of my clients will say, it's so, I, I keep seeing this white owl. That's my energy with mm-hmm. them through their healing, you know? Right. And so, yeah. And so it's just been very interesting to, to one, um, be in this vibration of, um, gosh, what it feels like so much grief in the collective and, and even my mm-hmm. own personal grief that I had no idea that I had, you know, this, this last year moving into 2021, you guys have, if you haven't listened prior, we, Allie and I shared how we're really anchoring into the body. And this is the first time in my life that I've actually been in my body, you know? Yes. And so I'm really feeling and marinating in all of this yumminess. And so it can be uncomfortable, but there's so much beauty in it you know? And so I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm like, wow, I actually am like feeling things very deeply and I'm allowing myself to truly feel it. And so this last week I literally stayed in bed because well, one, I couldn't go outside because I was severely burned. I'm still severely burned. That's the truth. (laughs) Talk. I I literally, I'm like, you want to talk about walking through the fire? I've literally walked through the fire um, energetically and then through my skin. And, um, And so I'm just letting myself rest and I know that this will pass, but I'm literally going, okay, this, I know that this is preparing me for what's next. And that, yes. that part is where I'm like, holy crap, what is next? What is next? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing too. It's like you are creating that space and you're meeting yourself at, I mean, but let's be honest, like the healings, the healings we do are, are intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we give the nine rights of the moon high key. Um, we do in very deep shamanic womb healings, which mm-hmm. I've noticed for myself, like the initiation I went through in the spring that you like held me so in such a dear, close, like sacred space throughout that, which I'm forever grateful for, like your sisterhood through that and, and nurturing and support. But it is truly a death at the deepest layers mm-hmm. of who we are. Because our womb is like our womb is our power center. Our womb is where we create. It's it's literally our center of power as women. It's our feminine. And so that space has been hijacked for centuries, you know, by um, forces that are just, you know, essentially we're, we're keeping women small and, and um, disconnected from their power. And once we, once we're called to that space to truly heal it, um, there is a deep purge and detox mm-hmm. and death that is required in order to fully anchor into that womb. And so the so when we're facilitating womb healings with women, we're asked to do the same healing yeah. before we actually enter into that with them. And so these deep descents and initiations, it's like, okay, there's another layer there. Let's go to that. And then guess what? In you know, a month or two months after you've integrated that healing, then you get presented with 
someone, a client who is navigating something similar. And so it's like, I noticed for myself when I went through that initiation this spring, it was, it's always something external that is a catalyst, right? That draws us into that deep part of ourselves, into our framework. And so for me, it was a relationship, you know, and I think for you, like, I mean, you can share what you, what it was for you, but I, I think it's when we're pulled into that, it's almost like we're dragged underwater and we're like held down there. And it's like, no, you can breathe down here. Right. So we remember that not only can we breathe and add up the depths, like the, the deepest part of where we um, are able to access of ourselves. We can breathe down there underwater, but we can also see. Mm-hmm. And so when we get down there, it feels really scary and uncomfortable. And it feels like we're like chained to the bottom of the sea, but it's like, oh wait, I'm good. I can actually navigate anything and I can heal these parts of myself. Um, but it can be scary. And that's why it's so powerful to do that because when we can witness ourselves in that healing, in that state, in that descent, then we know that we can help our clients, mm-hmm. our other women and um, people around us to go to those levels, you know? So it's kind of like holding their hand and saying, Hey, I've been there. I can do this with you, mm-hmm. you know? Well, yeah. And you're, it's amazing. Cause you always noticed, I have, I noticed for myself that the women that are drawn to work with me, like one-on-one with my mentorship or, you know, just in sessions, we have matching pictures with mm-hmm. things that we've navigated. And so I noticed like when I'm entering descent, I'm like, all right, I'm doing this because this is where I'm being called for my work. And it changes all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's just incredible to see. And then to notice too, like the clients coming to me, you, you mentioned owl medicine. My clients are like, I keep seeing hawks everywhere. Wow. And it's like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's my medicine. That's what I work with. And it's just such a beautiful gift. Um, but it's also powerful, important. It's powerful. And it's important to recognize too, that we are human in human bodies that we need rest just like everyone else. And so, um, I just, yeah, I just want to say that I totally honor, you know, what you're doing and and how you're navigating it and handling it because it's not easy. Yeah. Well, and then to go back to, you know, holding space too. So it's like when Ali and I hold these healing circles, um, on the new moon, Mm-hmm. We are also processing whatever the group is processing. Yes. Right? So us as a collective, we're releasing something and we're healing something together with this intention, but we're also releasing that moving out of the circle. Right. And so um, again, going back to just finding people that you trust that can hold your frequency and hold that container for you because the energy doesn't stop just because the, the class is done at 630 right? Mm-hmm. It's still working. The medicine is still working. It's working over a series of weeks, sometimes months, right? Um, and so, yeah. And so, you know, um, uh, to share just like a little bit more about what had happened through this healing, you know, when I, when I went to um, my friend, I said, I, I just feel like I need this floral bath and she did this beautiful ceremony, right? And she mm-hmm. just did this, it was, it was honestly the most beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And, um, um, and she's uh, from Peru. And so she used a lot of her ancestral um, uh, healing that she has known since she's a child. And mm-hmm. in that moment, I knew why we were aligned together, you know, because I, I've known her for a couple of years now. We've ne- she's never done like a healing on me, but my guide said, call her and ask her to do this specific healing. And I was like, okay. And I just, I was so sick. I sent her a text and she goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're asking me to do this. I literally have been doing them all weekend. I've been thinking about you the whole weekend. 
And yes, like, let's do it tomorrow. And so I, I went and had this beautiful healing done. And then like two days later, I started getting this like reaction on my body. And then in the, um, but in, in my mind, I know why the reaction is happening because it is this energetic thing that I saw in my healing, the visions that I was getting that was releasing was very much matching the vision she was seeing that was releasing from my space. We weren't obviously weren't talking during the ceremony, but she shared and I was like, whoa, that's trippy. Like she was seeing the same things that I was seeing. Yeah. Again, all in the heart space, all in the throat space, all in the third eye and in the womb. Um, and so when, um, that over the few days when I was like not feeling good, you know, she was like, Oh my gosh, I feel bad. I'm like, no, 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 this is energetic. I am purging. Like this was an initiation. I know that for sure. Like this was your, I'm crossing this next threshold because I said yes last week. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. of course I'm going to land with another shamanic practitioner. Of course I am mm -hmm. because that's where I, where I've been lately. Right. And so, um, one of my clients who, um, has no idea what was going on, other than she thinks that I am just tired. Like she doesn't know anything. She has no idea what I experienced a few days prior. Um, she just felt called to send me um, energy healing, which I thought was really sweet of her because she's never done that before. Um, yeah. And I'm really proud of her for being brave enough to one, do the healing, but then to say everything that she said, because she ran through four past lives that I have seen very clearly for myself. And in the message, she kept saying, I know I'm probably making this up. Oh my God, this is, I, I, this probably doesn't make sense the whole time. And the whole time my jaw was on the ground because everything she was sharing, I have already seen. It's, oh my and gosh. it's always, and, and Allie, you've seen this one too. It's, um, you know, where I'm yeah. this Inuit woman in the snow and I'm like on a journey by myself and the snow is like up to my waist and I'm walking and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I just want to give up. And I remember in like that life, I'm just like, and I'm on this journey to, to go like deliver this message and I'm exhausted and I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And so she saw that, that lifetime, but then she like also saw another lifetime where I was this indigenous medicine woman and I felt this attachment to my heart an attachment to my throat and attachment to my body. And I had asked the other healers to use this, like this boiling water and had like herbs and stuff in it to like pour on me to release this energy from my, from my body. And so she didn't know that I had these burns on my chest. And she's like, I'm seeing that you have these burns on your, across your heart and across your throat. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm over here going, wow, I am really being revisited with this past life. And so I was sitting there going, okay, what about this past life? Why is it like coming up right now? And I saw how I was going into the same thing. So basically this woman, she, this, this energy didn't leave her space, but she had these horrible scars and she just wanted to be alone and ran away. Just wanted to run away, wanted to give up and just take off. Didn't want to come back to her village, to her people. And that's how yeah. I felt in that moment. I was like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Like, oh my God, you know, I have all these burns on my body. And I was like, told Paul to leave me alone. I don't want to see anybody. You were like, let me come see you. I was like, no, I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, and I was starting to realize like, holy crap, I'm actually living the same vibration that I did in that past life where I'm like, I'm just out of here. I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so I had to sit with that and, and go, okay what's, what's coming up for me right now. And I went into like a really deep meditation and angelic meditation. And I saw some of the things that I was not letting go things that I was not wanting to see 
and, um, and how I can release it in this lifetime and how I, I have to allow myself to be fully supported because I am such a warrior that I can be very much like I got this. And what I was being shown was allow us to support you, allow your tribe to support you and allow yourself to fully surrender and know that you're going to be supported. And so I was like, Allie, you know me. I'm like, okay, I'm in it. Okay. I need to get back to work. You know, cause <laughs> I'm just like, all right, let me, I've been off for five days. Let me go back to work. And so I was kind of getting that itch today because I, you know, I love working with clients. I, I absolutely love working with clients, but I was getting the itch today. And then I heard my guide say, no, don't open your calendar back up. You know, I have, mm-hmm. I have my clients who are scheduled weekly. They're like, you can leave those, but do not open your calendar up for, for more workshops, more this, more that you need to integrate like this next month you're going to be getting activations and I'm going to Greece now. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm leaving. There's more coming. (laughs) There's more coming. I can feel it. And so, um, and I, you know, I was having like a little weak moment where I'm feeling like, but I have so much to offer, you know, like I have so much to create. And all of a sudden I, I heard check your email. And just before we started recording, I got an alert that our cabin got booked for like almost like a big chunk of the month to where I don't have to work. I mean, I don't even have to work, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's funny, guys. Thank you. Thank you for that support because you're sh- they're showing me that the month of July is l- literally going to be another month of me just integrating all of this yeah. information, all of this medicine, because I know that in September and October, there's something different is coming. I can feel yeah. it in my bones. And so I feel like the rest of the summer is just me understanding these new parts of myself and what, um, how I read energy, how I show up for spirit, how I'm delivering messages in spirit, how I'm leaning more into being a shamanic practitioner. Um, that is something that I can't even believe I'm just saying right now. Cause you know, I've been really struggling with that, but it's just the truth. Like my ancestry is trying to work through me so desperately and I, I, I will do it for my clients, but I don't say I'm doing shamanic practitioners or um, uh, shamanic healings all the time because then I have to get into the explanation of, oh, I'm using this guide, this guide, that guide, this guide, you know, like all these things, or at least mm-hmm. I feel like I do. And um, I feel like my ancestry is like, okay, sis, we played, we played, with, we played your game long enough. Like, let's just let us do our thing now. <laughs> Yeah, And um, understanding, you know, the ancestry on my mom's side and the healing. I just feel like this last month has just been, my mind has been blown wide open um, and how my work is changing. And so I think a part of me being able to fully do that and fully step into that is just allowing myself to just surrender and be in this state of really feeling deeply and understanding grief in ways I've never thought I could understand. And I probably, I, I, who even knows if I'll really fully understand grief. I don't know. It just seems like such a, so many layers to just that word. Um, but I feel like I'm having to experience it right now for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, how I feel about grief. It's one of my, like, I'm deeply fascinated by it and I have been for my whole life pretty much. I have Pluto in my first house. It's like I think that I came here to be a a student of grief, you know, in a lot of ways. And um, I think it's deeply misunderstood within our society. I think that um, it is a powerful alchemical emotion like we it it can ripen us in ways that it's like we don't even fully 
grasp yet because it's so deeply transformative that we um, we push away because it's so uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And because it's also shamed in our society. So like our society doesn't understand grief at all. And so when we have these moments um, of these descents where we feel that pit, that grief pit, um, we want to bounce right out of that mm-hmm. because it's not comfortable. And I mean, one of my, like a teacher that I just follow and resonate with so deeply is Francis Well. And I, I actually took a grief workshop with him um, about a month ago. And it was just, it's fascinating because he's devoted his life to studying grief and, and how it's so powerful and how at the root of a lot of our suffering is our, our detachment from our own grief mm-hmm. and the grief of our collective. And like something I always, it's always in the forefront of my mind when I'm going through something really dark, not dark, but just deep and, and penetrating is um, his, his quote and it says grief offers a wild alchemy that transmutes suffering into fertile ground. And I love that so much because it allows us to look at our suffering in the eyes and say, I'm going to integrate you. I'm going to love you and I'm going to integrate you and bring you closer so that we can work together to create something really beautiful from this, you know, and that fertile ground um, is like truly where so many beautiful things grow because it's that tilling of the soil of those deep layers that offers space to bring new things in, you know, because if we have this density, this like grief pit at the bottom of who we are that we never want to access because we're told that we're meant to to process alone. Like, I mean, you think about mourning and funerals and all of these things in our, our own relationship with grief and death and how it's essentially kind of like shame. Like mm-hmm. it's something that we should do we should be grieving alone. I mean, women wore black, you know, for hundreds of years, you know, mourning the death of a loved one, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was like a very private experience. And actually we're meant to process grief collectively. We're meant to process with each other. We're meant to be like, you know, grief has always been communal. It's always been shared. And now in like, you know, in traditional practices, indigenous practices, um, or, you know, any sort of like, regardless of what culture your, you know, your, your roots and your bones come from, it's like grief has always been communal. Yeah. And so now that we've come into the, these like sort of like, I call it like sort of like desert societies where we're, we're meant to just like walk these paths alone. It becomes this um, part of us. Our grief becomes part of us and anchors so deep down into who we are that we don't ever get the chance to get back there unless we're thrown into these deep initiations. But if we were able to like fully process the grief in the present moment, it wouldn't be so consuming, you know, it wouldn't anchor in so deeply. And so I think that that's something that we're both going to be navigating over the next few years is how do we hold space for people to fully process grief, mm-hmm. you know, oh, absolutely. And I for, like myself, like that's been, that's truly why I created my mentorship container because I was like, I know I see my patterns of going through my initiations and that's what I wished I had when I was going through them was like a container, like a, a place to have our initiations in a controlled environment where like we can be witnessed and seen through that rather than just like cast off aside to like navigate it alone. You know, it's like that it, it really truly can ripen us if we are able to fully sit with it in the present moment, you know, and um, I think that that powerful, Oh, the wild alchemy, he calls it, you know, Mm. is like, 
because it is wild, right? It's like this wild Mustang that it just kind of comes through your life and you're like consumed by it, you know, but it's also so powerful and so important. And like the shamanic path is that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not dancing around these things. It's not bypassing. It's not spending all of our time in the 12th dimension. It's like, how do we bridge the gap between you know, source and this earth. Like how do we be human, but also be spiritual and also be, you know, and honor both. Right. And then you think, you think of um, our relationship with death and what we've been taught, you know, there's, I mean, I know so many people who fear death and I always thought I didn't fear death until I had this experience this last week where I was witnessing somebody who was terminal. And I was like, why am I, why am I allowing myself to get in my head around this when I know the soul is eternal. But that's when I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So Jess, here you are. You're going to be helping people in a, in a much deeper way, right? Through this process of actually, they showed me doing ceremony where, I, you know, where I'm helping the soul with my owl medicine navigate, um, leaving the physical world from an unhealthy body into their spiritual body. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and then also, you know, um, me wanting to donate my time for Indigenous women and children, the missing. It's like I ha- I'm going to have to understand that process for these families who are suffering, you know. And so this is, again, it's like this is where I'm at in my work. And it's interesting how you're experiencing grief in your work in a different way. But it's ultimately it's grief, right? Yeah. Which always, it always fascinates me because our work is so similar, but yet it's so different. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. We're, we're, we're both doing like this, this alchemy of work, but it's so, it's so different, right? Like you're not donating your time to trying to find missing women into it. Right. And, and you're, you're wanting to work with women and like this beautiful, oh, it's just incredible. Right. And, but then I'm like, but we're both going through this process of understanding the deeper parts of, I'm just going to say the, the root chakra. Cause that's where I find grief. <laughs> I would say like we can't fully embody into these physical forms unless we really truly address what's in our lower three chakras. Like that's where the real work is. And that's why like having a container to work through those, because it's not easy to do that work alone. It really isn't. I mean, it's it's a deep dive into our deepest fears, root chakra, Mm -hmm. our deepest mourning and grief, you know, the sacral, like that feminine trauma, like the trauma that our, our lineage has endured for thousands of years let's be honest um and as women we're being asked to step into leadership roles like never before we're we're shifting paradigms we're shifting ages like we are completely shifting the frequency of this planet which is asking for us as women to step into our full potential and power in order to do so in, in order to truly anchor into that that source of power we have to look at what's in our root, our sacral, and our yeah. solar plexus. Yeah. And hands down, that's the feminine. So it's like in order to fully embody into our like a divine feminine presence, we have to address what's down there. And that's where the deepest stuff is. It's where Oof. our feminine rage is. It's yeah. where this like, you know, the dark goddesses, like all of that needs Wounding. to be integrated. All of it. Yeah. And if you think of, when I think about... Um, the energy that I've been seeing in my own field of, of all these past lives that I've seen that, that are like, and usually my guides are like, they're, they're floating through. You're just witnessing to, to almost like recognize it, to understand it, but to allow it to uh, transform. And so you can, you can use those. Um, um, it's funny, as I'm saying, it's like, I almost feel like someone's holding um, hands over my mouth to like, don't speak. Right. 
It's like mm-hmm. all of that past energy where you were not able to access your voice and share your knowledge and share your wisdom that that's being released. Right. And so I've been seeing a lot of past lives where I was brutally attacked as a female mm-hmm. in different lives. And I'm like, Whoa, why am I seeing all this? And it's coming in. And you know, my guides are like, you're understanding it now. Now you're at a different level where, you know, I was doing the healing, um, um, at different levels. And now I'm in like that, like what you see, like the dark goddess where we're like looking at the deepest woundings within our womb, you know, and right. how we can use those to transform us into the present moment. And, and so, um, it's been, um, it's been, let me tell you, like, I feel like, you know, um, my warrior, my warrior hat has been on, but at the same time, I just, um, I do, I do resonate so deeply with some of those lives where I'm just like, I'm done. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tired. I'm done. Well, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that like, we, we not only have, I mean, this, this work is layered in, in every single way. So it's like, we have ancestral, which yep. is our blood, our bones, the physical form, like our DNA, we have past lives, we have this life, we have childhood, we have all of this layered in. And when I see, when I like work with clients, I always see it as this whole framework. And I see it in like each chakra and and things when we're processing through different themes, you know, it could be sexual trauma, for example, when we work through that, there is a framework that is inner. It's like all this is interwoven within that, all these lives, all the ancestry, and that's not coming out. That's not integrated or processed or shed until it's been acknowledged, you know? And so like that whole framework can be lifted out and like, you know, integrated, I guess is a good way to put mm-hmm. it, but it's not unless like it's been acknowledged, yep. honored, witnessed. And there is a, like the reason things are so intense and heavy right now is because we are being asked to up level in such a way that requires just as deep of a descent, yeah. you know? Cause like the more we, the more we want to expand on this physical plane and like, you know, expand our awareness, um, raise our vibration, get these really big activations. It requires a deepening in the opposite direction. It requires us an anchoring into our roots, you know, our root chakra, like into this earth. And so it is, it's a big deal and it's really honorable work, you know, but it's not easy. And so it's like, I think that the witnessing of our own traumas around that, you know, and, and like facing my own traumas, you know, from childhood over the spring was, I literally thought I was dying. Yeah. Like I, I, I was reliving that experience in a way that I was like, I'm not going to make it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like a period of time where I was in such a deep, I felt like I was like chained, you mm-hmm. know, chained down. And I was like, I can't escape it, you know, but it was, I look back on it and I'm like, God, I'm so grateful because there was, it was almost fast tracked, mm-hmm. you know, it was fast tracked with that healing where I was like, no, stay here right now and sit through this and watch it and look at it and you can do this. And so now it's, you know, it's integrated in that way. And of course that, that process is, it takes time as well, but, um, when it hits you, it hits you big oh, and it, it hits big. It hits you. I love that you're yeah. like a seamless of change. Cause I was just telling Allie before we were doing this recording, I was like, I just keep seeing like myself in the fetal position, my energy, like in the fetal position, just weeping and almost like rope. Like, I don't say like like bound, but bound in a way that's like, you are going to feel this and you are going to make it like, you can do this. Just rest in it, you know? And I keep seeing like angels wrap their wings around me and send me healing energy, but I'm just like, okay, all right, we're feeling this. We're feeling this. And so I've, you know, I, um, I, I've been sweating a lot the last four days. (laughs) 
(laughs) And, but also just allowing myself, like I've literally have just turned it down. I've unplugged. I've just been like, I'm in this experience. I've cried. I've laughed. I've cried again. I've, 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 I have a good way of making myself laugh even in the most uncomfortable things. But, um, but I'm definitely, um, uh, walking in the fire right now for sure. And so thank you guys for always showing up for us and and listening to, uh, listening to our, um, our, our battle wounds. (laughs) Well, you know, and I think it, it's too, I mean, cause Russ and I were kind of talking about this and we're like, oh, you know, we had even gotten a few messages that asked like, Hey, are you guys okay? You know, you seem a little quiet over there. And it's, it is true because we've been navigating so much, mm-hmm. you know? And I think sometimes I like for myself, I see these, you know, people who do similar work or whatever have podcasts and they're pumping out content all the time. And I'm just like, how do they do that? You know yeah. what I mean? And sometimes I look at myself and I like shame myself for not showing up like 100% all the time. But I think that that would be so inauthentic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like we, we have to honor where we're at, you know, and we have, and I think when we started this podcast, it was truly the intention was to show you the good, you know, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and, the ugly. <laughs> and like what we do on a daily basis to navigate this world and this realm, you know? And so um, if we were to just, you know, act like it was all rainbows and butterflies, it would be so inauthentic. And so um, it wouldn't be helpful. Yeah, you know? so, I agree. I don't think it would be helpful at all because we, I mean, the, the messages that we receive from people, I just, I literally just received a message before we were started recording that someone was going through some of the deepest inner child healing that they've yeah. ever experienced. And I'm like, I feel you, like I'm actually doing the same process right now. And and so when I think of myself and I think of other people and their messaging, I mean, that's going on in the collective. And so it's really important for facilitators to be really honest in their journey because it isn't always the easiest, but when you know that there's other people that are experiencing it and you do, you do feel like I can do this. Like, it's like, I, mm-hmm. I can push through this, you know? Um, yeah. There are point, there are times where I'm like, can't I just be like hanging out on the beach for the 4th of July and just like getting oh wasted? God. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, never. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> I'll be honest too. I'm seeing a lot of like a lot, a lot of this splitting, this polarity. Um, a lot of like dark entities coming in with like just even clients and stuff. So there's some pretty heavy energy at play right now, and this like sort of you know um, this intensity. And so I'm not. I'm okay taking things slow, you yeah. know, and I'm okay, like, you know, really just sort of being, um, honoring this energy and, and really practicing like energetic boundaries. Like, Oh, 1000%. Ever been more, like more uh, like serious about that because it is, there's a lot of people throwing and purging their stuff all around. Well, you know, you know what's crazy right though, Allie, like this is, this is what's wild. I'm like, this is the most I've ever felt emotion in my body in my whole life. Right. Mm-hmm. But this is also the strongest I've ever felt in my power, right? Like, because listen, Allie and I are tuning into the energy around us constantly. (laughs) We're not, we're constantly tuning in and I'm like, did you feel this? And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, did you notice this? Oh yeah. Like, right. 
but I, but I still, but I feel really strong in where I'm like, I'm not afraid of this energy, that energy, this entity, whatever. Right. It's like, I can't explain it. It's like, do I feel vulnerable in my emotion? Yes. Because this is emotion that's new to me and I'm learning to, to be with it and whatever. But I'm also like energetically, I'm like, nice try. <laughs> I right. hear you fear and I know what you're trying to do. And I see you, but I'm not afraid of you. And so I've been having a lot of conversations with that about um, not just in my own space, but even when I see it in someone else's space where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I see something trying to come in and you just shine. Like you just tell it that you see it and you love it and watch it buckle because it does. It buckles yeah. very fast. And so we're working on a lot of energetic boundaries right now. And But with that said, there are other things that are going on too, like Allie, she's like creating some beautiful offerings um, for herself, for her clients. She's got her yoga studio that she's opening with some friends. And so there's like a lot of beautiful things that are happening through the process of us walking through the fire. So it's like we're releasing in order for us to be able to bring in more energy. Like I, this whole healing retreat thing is manifesting for me and Paul. This so that you expanding your healing modality in the in the yoga studio, I think is incredible. So there's so much that's happening that we could be like just reveling in. Yeah. But this is where I'm at in this present moment where I'm like, yeah, all this amazing stuff is happening, but I'm also in an initiation. <laughs> Sis is getting her ass handed to her. Absolutely. Takes no that, <laughs> these initiations and these descents um are where we're asked to access the deepest level of faith that we have yeah. because it is really, it's a test in so many ways, mm-hmm. you know, of our, of our, our faith, number one, our, our intuition. And like, we're asked to find a new type of sight, you know, a new type of like, we're really asked to trust, you know, yeah. in a way that, that we've never had before. And, but I agree with you. I think every time we go through an initiation, I feel stronger on the other yeah. side. And then when I go through it again, I, of course, like I have to, you, you have to honor the human aspect. That's like, it that does have the grief and the suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, you know, sometimes I see, and there's a lot of stuff on Instagram right now about like, you know, <laughs> you can bypass your way through, you know, this and this and this. I'm like, no, you, yeah, you can't. Nice try. <laughs> no, you can't. Because guess what? It's going to come up again in the next relationship. You got to feel it to heal it, You got to feel it to heal it. So, so just be wary of, you know, listening to those things. I think that absolutely there's, um, there's always a frequency, frequency shift on the other side of processing, yeah. right? So but you have to honor that processing. I think it's actually pretty incredible to see how quickly it can be processed once it's actually, you're actually yeah. in it. Yeah. Can you but allow it, yourself to just be in it for just yeah. you know, whatever that is for you, whatever, right. you know, um, when we dip our toes in and out all the yeah. time and we're like kind of processing, but we're not really, mm-hmm. you know, that's where it gets dangerous because it becomes looping. Yeah. And oh so, yeah. The looping. Oh my God. The looping. Yeah, I was the catching looping. myself looping earlier this year where I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> oh shit, here we go. But I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and then I was, the yeah. And so I could see how the energy was trying to show me in different ways through my family and like, and then I was like, okay, okay, I'm not fully integrating this yet. I can feel it. And so I um, have dedicated this year to really like, if I have to close down my schedule in order for me to fully understand all these layers of emotions, whether it be through my daughter, through my husband, through my own processing, through my clients, like I have to like be in this because I want to be able to show up uh, fully for my clients. And I can't do that if I'm, if we're, you know, we can't do it if we're not taking care of ourselves and, and doing the work. So with that said, Allie, 
would you like to make an announcement on your new <laughs> venture into yoga? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, sure. Thanks, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're opening with my dear friend, Elizabeth, we're, mm-hmm. and her partner, Bailey, we're opening a, a yoga meditation center in Topanga Canyon, where I live. And it was kind of just like an opportunity that just popped up out of nowhere. I didn't have plans of opening a physical physical location because I'm a Sag moon mm-hmm. and I have three other planets in Sag. And so I love my autonomy and my freedom to travel. I'm like literally a travel freak at heart. Like that's just how I nurture myself through my moon. But I realized that this opportunity was calling in a big way. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, it's such a gift and such a great opportunity. So we're opening that soon. And I've been like, yeah, working hard with that because opening a physical location, especially during times like this when everything's very uncertain, it's a little scary, but very exciting. I'll be able to hold um, my do my own work there, uh, and um, yeah, just like working, you know, expanding my offerings as well as doing a lot more womb work and and holding my one on one mentorship container, which is ten weeks, and that's been incredible as well, and. So lots of exciting things. And then, of course, our podcast, which is like my favorite part of all of it. Yeah, I know. Allie and I were just like, we were having like a little little team meeting the other day. And we're like, okay, we need to get together. And we're going to do some framework around the energetics. And we're going to create new um, intentions. And um, and so we're going to do that this week. We're going to reset reset the vibe. I know. Because when we first started it, we had – all these amazing intentions. And I feel like we were able to draw all that energy in. And I feel like now that it's expanding, we have to like shift gears and like really think about what it is that we want to bring in and what, what, who are the energies that we want to work with and all this stuff. And so I feel like we're going to do like a new, when I feel like we are, we're going to do a, a whole new manifestation this week and rework some of the energy. So I hope you guys will feel that. I'm so excited and so grateful for you. And you have a lot of exciting things happening too. I know. There's a lot going on. I'm telling you. I, I don't even know. Honestly, I'm like between the both locations, um, you know, in Big Bear and in the desert, things are moving, you guys. Like I once, – once I finally said, yes, I'm renting out my Big Bear cabin, which let's be honest, it was really difficult for me because this is my sanctuary. But once I said, okay, because my guides were like, trust me this is going to be the most healing experience for everyone that walks through this door. You don't have to worry. I am telling you the energy behind the big bear house is crazy. Like, you know how much I love that house, Allie. Mm -hmm. Uh, That, that is like, I feel like it's like my, my bones. I don't know how to explain it. That place is like my, my, my mom or something. It's the weirdest thing when I go there, it's the most beautiful place for me to just be in my own energy. And when, um, I like finally said, yes. I was like, okay, I've set the intention. I worked the energy of the house. I spoke to the, the um, energy of, um, of the land. I spoke to the spirits of the land. I spoke to the spirits of the home to really just bring, make it a, 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 the most inviting sanctuary for people where they can come in there can relax and have the most peaceful healing time with their friends or loved ones or family. I wanted lots of laughter and abundance and joy and I have cameras on the exterior of my home that go off like every two seconds, any other day of the week when a car drives by, a bird flies by, like whatever. But since I set the energy for it to be this like healing sanctuary for others to come nest, when people have been renting it, literally the cameras have not gone off once. Oh my gosh. That is so So that wild. to me says the energy is already working. And, and then they're showing me now you and Paul can shift your energy 
towards the desert. And I feel like we're going to be able to do these retreats much sooner than I anticipated. Um, the pool's already done. Like it's just insane how fast things are moving. And so I'm really excited about those two things coming in um, to our hemisphere, <laughs> you know, letting that energy work because I really want to sit in company with people and do like immersion retreats with Ali and with other women and, and maybe some males. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll feel it out. Um, and so I feel like that's coming much sooner than I anticipated. And right now I've actually just slowed down my, um, my practice in seeing one-to-one -one clients. I'm still working with my one-to-one -one private mentorships. Um, but as far as bringing in new clients, I've kind of narrowed it down to where you can, it's, I will have limited time where people can work with me because I'm focusing on myself right now and my children and then getting these healing retreats out and in, in, into the world. And so, yeah, there's a lot going on. Kids are back going to be back in school soon. Hallelujah. And we're going to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to Greece. So there's a lot going on this month. And, um, but yeah, I'm just, um, I'm really grateful for you, Ali. I love you so much. And, um, I have, I still have Arla. I have uh, his little, his little talisman for when he travels with us and when he's with our, um, doing healings with us. So I can't wait to see him on Friday. Um, he needs his jewelry. He's got, he's got to have it. He called you on the, on the soul phone at 6 a.m. when we were in Joshua Tree. He's like, hey, number one, where are you? Why am I here and you're not here? <laughs> yeah, no, it was so funny. Um, um, Allie was in Joshua Tree doing an event or something. She had Arlo with her. And I was, I woke up, barely even had my eyes open. And I heard Sunstone, Arlo, Talisman. I was like, oh, yes. Okay, yes. Because he'd given me that message before. And I was like, yes. Okay, Arlo, I'm going to look. And I literally typed in those three things and it came up on Etsy. It was the craziest thing. And so I ordered it for him and it came within two days. I just haven't seen Allie. Um, and so I, I, I keep giving him that message like, don't worry, I got it for you, buddy. We got it. We got you. We got you covered. Oh, I love that. Oh, there's a helicopter going over. Oh, nice. But anyway, so should we just wrap up this episode? What do you think? Sure. Oh, my God. I missed yeah. you so much. I know. Oh, my God. It's so nourishing for my soul to be on here with you, even if we're not physically together, but just feels at home. So it does. we're grateful to be to be here with all of you. Thank you always for the support. Um, stay tuned for new offerings and exciting things, some free workshops and all the things were just, yeah, it's a new phase. I think, you know what I like, there's always a death and rebirth cycle with everything. And so I think we're kind of like shedding skin mm -hmm. as well. Literally. As I'm literally yeah. shedding. Skin. Oh my God, if, you, if you saw me really right awesome. now, you'd be like, wow, you're weird. I didn't like have flaps of skin hanging off. My body. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But you're so beautiful. It's oh, thanks. Thank you. My love. Anyways. We love you guys. Thank you for always uh, joining us. As always, subscribe, rate, and review. That's how we um, get found. Is it found? Found on find. Found, That's sure. how we get founded. That's how we get, how we get founded. That's how we get founded. Um, we get founded that way. Yeah, like yeah. And and if you feel um, like somebody will resonate with this episode, please share with a friend. As uh, we we want to hear from you too. Let us know how you guys are doing. Send us some messages on Instagram. Um, we send you so much love, and we'll see you soon. Love you all. Thank you.
If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.